Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. John McLean of the Houston Chronicle, longtime writer, and I've followed him for years and years and years. Uh, John now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. John, how you doing? I'm great, Bill. How are you? We are doing absolutely wonderful. Hey, uh, I just had Wade Phillips on. He has a lot of fond memories of the Houston Oilers, Houston Texans, obviously of Bum Phillips. That, you were around to cover those guys. I don't want to date you or anything like that, but you, you've seen a lot of football and a lot of Bum Phillips and Wade Phillips down there, right? In 1977, Bum Phillips was in his third year's head coach, and I was covering the original Houston Arrows hockey team for my first year at the Chronicle. And they sent me to all this training camp that July. Back then, they had six preseason games and eight weeks of training camp and a week of rookie training camp. It was so early, we got to go and watch the baseball all-star game there. And at the place where they were back then, and training camps were dumps compared to what they are now, they had the all-star game on a black-and-white TV back in the kitchen, and as a avid baseball fan i wanted to see it so i went back and i sat on a bench and watched it and guy came up and sat down next to me stuck his hand out and said wade and i said john mcclain from the chronicle and that's how i met wade in 1977 and i've known him for years covered him for years and when he got fired by the cowboys as their head coach he came back to houston and his father bum was being roasted for charity and i'll never forget uh at just about everybody was seated including bomb at a table down in front with a bunch of the former oilers and wade walks in and he's coming down the stairs and people start clapping and cheering and wade looks behind him to see who's there that they're all clapping for and then he realized they were cheering for him and i told him later that night i say you won't surprise me at all if you're not the Texans' next defensive coordinator, and they hired him, that was in 2011, and they went from 30th overall to third overall the first year and made the playoffs, won the division for the first time in Wade Phillips' first season as a defensive coordinator under Gary Kubiak. 
That's uh, that's an amazing story and uh, and a long long time friendship. Which uh, you know, it's amazing how how friendships and such span the length of time and the length of our careers as well. Um, and, and obviously, you've got uh, the the older stories, the younger stories. Deshaun Watson is certainly uh, hitting Twitter and making a lot of eyebrows raise. You've got our guy JJ Watt down there. Give us the state with what's going on with Bill O'Brien and the Houston Texans. Give us the state of the Texans right now. The Texans have won the AFC South for the last five years. They've had one losing record under O'Brien 2017 when they had 23 players on injured reserve, including 13 starters, including Deshaun Watson as a rookie. So oh, people, though, they don't like O'Brien, and he makes a lot of controversial decisions. For instance, they blew a 24-point lead in the second round of the playoffs at Kansas City, and he, had, he went for a fourth-down fake punt on his only 31-yard line, backfired, and that uh, ignited the come-from-behind victory by the Chiefs. So people are always mad at O'Brien and want him fired, and instead the owner, Cal McNair, made him the general manager. So then he trades DeAndre Hopkins, and right now people are angrier at any time I've ever seen in Houston football history. Before the DeAndre Hopkins trade, the two moves that drew the most ire from the fans and the media. They traded strong safety Kenny Houston to Washington, and Kenny went on to be in the Pro Football of Fame. And they traded Earl Campbell, their Hall of Fame, running back to New Orleans during the 1984 season, and people went ballistic. But there was no social media. There weren't a lot of talk shows. wasn't national media. So that's all exacerbated this situation. And right now, there's no way for anybody to justify the trade of DeAndre Hopkins as they don't have anybody to take his place. And even though they'll use the eighth pick in the second round they got in the trade on a wide receiver in a very good year for receivers, there's still no way they're going to be a better offense or a better team without Hopkins. So the fandom and the media, everybody is still hysterical. Talking with John McClain, Houston Chronicle writer uh, down there covering the Texans. And uh, Deshaun Watson didn't come out and say, I want out, but basically said, I think what a lot of people were thinking is what's going on. And uh, do you uh, that move of getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins, do you think it's overall inside that locker room that there are players dissatisfied with what is going on in the direction the team is going? Well, I wouldn't say the direction the team is going, but nobody likes the Hopkins trade. There's no way they could. Now, players are used to big business decisions. I'm covering NFL for my 44th year, and I've seen a lot of controversy, but players are professionals. Uh, Deshaun Watson likes Bill O'Brien. He's told us that many times when we thought O'Brien might be fired in 2017, all the media was demanding he be fired and Watson put out things, don't fire OB, he's my coach, and he always praised them. They work closely together. They work on game plans together. And O'Brien's called the plays for Watson. Now he's giving it up to his offensive coordinator, Tim Kelly. So Watson, like everybody else, doesn't like the trade, but he's not going anywhere. I saw some idiot saying he'd be playing for the Patriots next year, and I'm thinking, how can you put something that asinine out there unless it's to get hits because he's under contract for another two years. Then they could franchise him for two years, and he's the quarterback they've always wanted, and he gets along great with his coach, and he plays great in a system tailored to him. They've improved his offensive line. They've improved the running game the last two seasons. But, 
you know, uh, he's upset, I'll guarantee, even though he hadn't expressed it publicly. But uh, he will not be playing anywhere but for the Houston Texans. And they're planning to sign him to an extension during the offseason and uh, committing probably at the time he'll be the second highest-paid quarterback in history to Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Um, how big of a rock star is J.J. Watt down there? He's as big as it could get. The mayor and the governor better hope that Watt doesn't ever want to run for politics. <laughs> About three years ago, I did a story with J.J., and I asked him, when your career's over, what do you want to do? He said, oh, I want to go back to Pewaukee, coach get married, raise a family, coach high school football. And uh, I asked him last year, I said, I bet that's changed because he's got so many options now. And the joke down here is because they traded Hopkins, who's next? Watt? They're going to trade Watt to Pittsburgh so he can be reunited with his brothers. Well, I think if they traded J.J. Watt, they would burn down Energy Stadium and they would run Bill O'Brien out of town. And besides, when TJ gets that next big contract as a premier pass rusher, they wouldn't be able to afford to JJ and TJ and JJ and TJ. How much does JJ have left in the tank, in your opinion? He's had some injuries over his career, obviously. He has, but while he was rehabbing from those injuries, man, he wasn't getting doubled and triple teamed and beat on all the time. He, a lot of people thought after he had two back surgeries, he would never be the same, and people acted like he should have retired. He came back, played 16 games, a second in the NFL in sacks, first-team All-Pro. And then last year, making a tackle for a five-yard loss against the Oakland Raiders, he uh, blew out a bicep, and then he came back from that uh, last season, which was typical wide. Nobody thought he would. And he came back, helped him go to the playoff, helped him beat Buffalo in the first round, and helped him build a 24-point lead in Kansas City that they blew. J.J.'s the most popular player in franchise history, and along with Earl Campbell, the most popular football players in our city's history. Talking with John McClain of the Houston Chronicle, uh, you do have some info and some intel a little bit on uh, your, your dealings with Matt LaFleur, correct? I do, Matt. Uh, Matt worked here for his in two years with uh, Gary Kubiak and Kyle Shanahan, they met, they worked together. Matt was offensive quality control. And I remember Kubiak was high on him, but Kyle is the one that dealt with him the most. And I believe that, uh, that he was recommended to Kyle by Robert uh, Sala, the defensive coordinator of the 49ers, who also was here. And so when Kyle left to go with Washington to be with his dad, Mike, who was head coach, he asked Gary Kubiak, he said, do you mind if I take Matt LaFleur with me because I have big plans for him? So Kubiak told him okay, and the rest is history, of course. It was good to see Matt in August when the Texans came up there for four days to practice against the Packers and then play them in the preseason because we got to talk to Matt quite a bit. And at the time, I had no idea in his first year as a head coach at the time when everybody up there was speculating about Rodgers were going to dominate him and Rodgers didn't like this and didn't like that, how well they did in Matt's first season. And now that he's adjusted to this, they've adjusted to him, he's adjusted to them, they could be just as good or better in his second season. John, before I let you go, i got to tell you, uh, I have been to quite a few Super Bowls in my day, and it is my understanding that when the committee got together and they were going to host it down there in Houston, they had asked you 
what do you do to get great coverage? And uh, one of the things that you had said was feed them. That to this day is still the short of New Orleans about 10 years ago. That to this day is still the best food for the media and for Radio Row that I have ever had. And that's to this day the reason we sing the praises of Houston. Well, I, I feed them is not exactly right. I said set up a deal close to Radio Row in the media room where people can eat when they come in and they don't have to go out looking for restaurants. And I had no idea it was going to be as elaborate or as good as it was, and it was going to be open so late at night. All the restaurants in downtown Houston who were counting on media people on expense accounts to spend money were really disappointed because so many stayed right there in the media center because the food it was so good and the booze was good and it was all free and uh we're happy to take care of the media because i always want when the media leaves and goes home i want them saying good things about my city that it was absolutely spectacular i mean we were down in miami this year and i'm not going to badmouth miami but we were all standing around down in miami going God, we wish we were in Houston because Houston knew how to throw a damn party. I swear to God, it was it was uh, it was the chatter uh, for uh, specifically for the first three or four days on Radio Row, which were really sparse. Uh, but uh, as things got going, it was fantastic, and we uh, certainly appreciate all the hospitality in Houston. And I hope to get back down there real soon, pal. Appreciate it. Well, the pack the Packers are going to be back down here this season, and so if you need any food recommendations, let me know. Oh, and uh, yes. thanks. Thanks for having me on, and I hope everyone is staying safe and doing what the experts say we should do during these unprecedented times. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, John. I appreciate it very much. John McLean of the Houston Chronicle joining us for a couple of minutes. You can find that man. He is class all the way around. McLean at McLean underscore on underscore NFL. That is John McLean, worked a long time for the Houston Chronicle. Just a lot of great stories, but just even a better person. Glad to have him on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it on. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.